Hey guys, it's Meg. What's up? What's poppin'? Welcome to the podcast! Most of us scroll on countless social media apps every day. Some believe social media will be the downfall of our society while others believe there's good behind these sources. So let's talk about social media. I actually already did a podcast on this, or I think I called it algorithms, and I talked about the algorithms behind all these apps. And that was from season three, episode 13. But I fully believe that my opinions on social media have changed recently. There's actually a social media documentary that I referenced in that previous podcast episode that I still fully believe in and like. It is called The Social Dilemma, and it is on Netflix. 10 out of 10 recommend it. This is not sponsored. Like, really, you should watch it. It is very eye-opening, and it really makes you think about social media in a different way. But let's just talk about social media in general and the types there are before we get into, like, my opinion on it, I guess. But the Google definition of social media is, and I quote, Social media is websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in social networking. And I found this article on digitalvidia.com, which gives different types of social media in 2023. Now, here's the thing. This podcast is going out November 13th. I might be recording this October 10th. (laughs) But social media is constantly changing. It's constantly evolving, constantly adapting. So who knows? By the time this podcast episode goes out, maybe some of these platforms are non-existent, or maybe there's new ones. But for the time being, here are eight different types of social medias. So the first one is social networks. This is your Facebook, your Twitter slash X, and your LinkedIn. I don't know why, but I never view LinkedIn as a social media, but I guess it is. Like these are websites and apps that you're able to communicate with people and literally socialize on. Not that you can't on the other ones, but they're just under a different category. Number two is media sharing networks. This is your Instagram, your Snapchat, your YouTube. This is where you know you post your pictures, you post your videos. You're more creative. It's not just about networking socially. It's also about just like sharing your life. There's also number three, discussion forums. There's Reddit, Quora, and Dig. Which let me just, we're skirt skirting right now already. I'm sorry, but some of these sources they tell you about, I have never heard of. Like what is Dig? Number four, bookmarking and content curation networks. This is your Pinterest and Flipboard which I want to look up Flipboard because I, we're scratching a lot this episode, but I love Pinterest. That's probably like my number one app. Like if I could only have one social media app in my life, it would have to be Pinterest. Number five, consumer review networks. This is your Yelp, your Zomato, your TripAdvisor. Number six, blogging and publishing networks. This is WordPress, Tumblr, and Medium. Y'all remember Tumblr? I actually, this is crazy and so weird, but yesterday... I reset my password to get into my Tumblr because I was like, oh, let's see what Tumblr's all about. Because honestly, it's 2023. Who really uses Tumblr anymore? I feel like that one has slowly died out. It's like MySpace. It's turning non-existent. And I got into my Tumblr and I was like, wow. Tumblr was like for your emo gothic era. Not that I was either one, but like the things I was posting were just really sad and depressing. I was like, why am I quoting these things? But I kind of want to check out WordPress and Medium. Like, what are these? These seem like fun. Number seven is your social shopping networks. This is your Polyvore, your Etsy, and your Fancy, which I've only ever heard of Etsy. I love Etsy, but I don't like how much they, I was going to say steal. That was the wrong term. I don't like how much they take 
from the people selling on there because I heard it went up and they take a percentage out of your sales. So I kind of want to look at these other two and see how they work. Number eight is your interest-based networks. This is Goodreads, House, and Last.fm. I don't know what the last two are. I hope none of these are inappropriate. I need editing Meg to come in right now to clarify that because I didn't look up any of these that I didn't know. Hey, what's up? It's editing Meg. So I looked up some of these websites slash social media things and Medium looks like an article-based website and I feel like I use them in the past for a podcast episode. Dig is also an article-based website. It kind of reminds me of Yahoo. WordPress looks like a website or blog building site. I literally could not find anything for Polyvore or Fancy. House is a home design website and Last.fm is a music streaming service. But I love Goodreads. I talked about it before. I love reading, even though some people actually don't like Goodreads and they're starting to recommend other apps that you could use that do the same exact thing. Because apparently, I think it's, is it Amazon? I'll have to look it up. But some big corporation actually owns Goodreads, and that's why a lot of people don't like it because they don't like the person behind the corporation. So Ed and Meg will come in with that fact here. So I was right the first time Amazon does own Goodreads. Thank you for that. Yeah. What is your opinion on social media? Do you love it? Do you hate it? I feel like I have a love-hate relationship because I know I mentioned this in the podcast episode I did a couple years ago, but it is so easy to compare yourself on social media because nobody is posting their failures. Everybody's posting the highlights of their lives and they're glamorizing it. And it's so easy to be like, oh, well, this person's my age and they're doing this, 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 and this, and I haven't done this, this, and this. And it's so easy to fall into that toxic mindset to the point that there's actually mental disorders coming out of social media. But I feel like recently something in my brain kind of like switched or clicked. And I feel like I am starting to be one of those people that is viewing social media in a positive way. Because if you think about it, if you look at what somebody's posting, maybe they're posting a picture of their food or their dog or their child or the sunset or flowers, they're posting something that they care about. And I think that is so cute when you see what people are posting because people don't post their failures. They don't post whatever. They're posting what they like and what they do. And it's kind of cute seeing that and you like seeing what these people think is quote unquote important enough to share. And I feel like once I switched to that mindset, it's made social media more fun for me. And not every day. Like, trust me, there are still days I'll see people and I'm like, oh my God, they're doing this and this and I'm not doing this and this. Like, how are they doing this? Like, it's so easy to go down that toxic mindset and toxic trail. But it's so nice when you can get yourself out of that mindset. And then so that is so cute. This person posted a picture of a flower because they thought it was pretty. And like you get to see inside their minds for a little bit. And I feel like taking that and switching your mindset and seeing that there are good qualities behind social media. And I feel like my last podcast episode I did on social media algorithms, it was really like bashing social media and be like, oh my God, they suck, this, that, that. But you know, I feel like the older I get, the more I am appreciating the first intentions behind social media. In the social media documentary on Netflix, The Social Dilemma, they were talking about the like button and how when they originally thought of it and created it, it was supposed to be this thing that made you feel like loved and appreciated and made you feel special in a way. Like they want to be like, oh, look, someone likes this. Someone likes what I'm posting. Like it's going to make me feel good. But then as a society, we changed it into something bad. And we were like, 
oh, we're not getting enough likes. Oh, this isn't getting like nobody likes this. And it turned this thing that was supposed to be positive into a negativity. And I feel like a lot of these social media apps and websites had that good intention behind them when they were first created. Like Instagram, think about it. The creative Instagram was like, oh, let's have a platform to share pictures of our lives, kind of like a photo album, but digital. And now people are taking Instagram and they're like, oh, it's political and people aren't liking my posts and this and that. And there's so many haters out there. But it's like, that wasn't their intention. At least I hope it wasn't. But you know what I mean? I feel like changing your mindset on social media is just so much better for you. I feel like that, I hope that makes sense. I'm like rambling right now. I don't have any of these notes written down, but it just, it really helped me change my mindset. And like I said, I don't think like this every single day. There are days where I go on and I'm like, oh my God, this person's my age and they just bought a house. This person's my age and they're doing this, this. I feel like as a society, we have these certain expectations and like a checklist that we're supposed to do by a certain age. And it's like, if you don't do it, you feel like you're falling behind or you're a failure. And that's the thing is nobody posts that stuff on social media. Well, for the most part, <laughs> most people won't post that they lost their job or most people won't post that they got a divorce or they broke up with somebody or they won't post that they're having a bad mental health day. They just want to show you the good behind everything. And I feel like once you acknowledge that and you're aware that social media is just the highlights of someone's life kind of like inside out oh my god not to skirt skirt but have you ever seen inside out you know how in riley's brain there's like the core memories that's kind of like social media it's your core memories the good ones not the ones that sadness touch you know what i mean i also feel like our generation is the first generation to fully grow up with social media and the internet and i feel like this goes with the idea of falling behind because we're so used to seeing everything posted all the time that it gets so easy to get into this mindset, if that makes sense. But what is your opinion on social media? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Let me know. Real quick before we wrap up this episode, I just want to mention I've noticed that with algorithms and social media that if you're constantly looking at negative things on your feed, then your algorithm is going to keep showing you those negative things, which then lead you into that mentality of oh I'm falling behind or oh I'm not good enough it's because it's constantly being thrown in your face whereas if you start looking at more positive things and just different things than what you're normally looking at you're going to start seeing your feed change and that can also help with your mindset so next time you're scrolling social media and you're seeing all these different posts they're good they're bad just know social media has been around for a while it's going to constantly change we're going to constantly adapt to it And as long as we change our mindset, we can actually have a better time with it. Thank you for tuning to this week's episode of Hey Guys, It's Meg. You can follow Hey Guys, It's Meg underscore podcast on Instagram for updates and good times. Come back next Monday where we talk about some holiday traditions. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye.